Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, we're going to be speaking about Hispanic-owned businesses. Do you know that they are the fastest-growing segment of the small business population? Well, we're going to be speaking with the chairman of the Latino Coalition. We've got Hector Barreto. He's going to be talking at the also, and just to mention, he wrapped up the 2016 Small Business Conference in Washington, D.C. yesterday, uh, at which uh, he spoke, and uh, we're going to learn about what the message is for small business. And, of course, it's an election year, Pim, and we know the whole question of immigration and Hispanic vote is very important. Hector's been commenting on that on the show in the past. We will get that into the mix as well. Now I want to get Charlie Pellet back in the mix. He's in the Bloomberg Newsroom with the Bloomberg Business Flash. And we've got 29 minutes to go, Kathleen, before that closing bell on a Thursday, the day after the Fed decision. Stocks now rallying. S&P 500 index up 6 to 2,078, a gain there of 3 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials up 103 now, up 6 tenths of 1%. Sumner Redstone has removed five members of the Via Board reasserting his controlling stake in the company and setting the stage for the removal of Renegade CEO Philippe Dahman. Shares of Viacom, they're up now by 5.4%. Equities have recovered from a 1% sell-off as both sides suspended campaigning on whether Britain should leave the EU after Labour Party lawmaker Joe Cox was murdered as she met constituents in her electoral district. Ian Robertson is a member of the management board at BMW. It has 8,000 direct employees in the UK. He was on Bloomberg Television today talking about that Brexit vote. I was asked many times today, do you have a plan B? The answer is no, because honestly, we don't know what those implications are. And there will be a period where that can be well considered. They might be just small incidental. There might be no implications at all. On the other hand, maybe things are going to change a little more uh, dramatically. But honestly... We will have to wait and see before we take any view on what the results would mean for our strategy in this country. Gold is now down 420 the ounce, declining three-tenths of 1% to 1284. And at 332 on Wall Street, let's take a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Catherine Cowdery. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise a bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. A British lawmaker has been shot and killed today in her district in northern England. Temporary Chief Constable West Yorkshire Police D. Collins says a suspect is in custody. A man was arrested nearby by local uniform police officers. Weapons, including a firearm, have also been recovered. The attack on Joe Cox has prompted both sides to suspend campaigning today in the battle over whether Britain should end its membership in the European Union. It's an important find in the crash of an Egypt Air jetliner. Bloomberg's Michael Barr has the details. The cockpit voice recorder of an Egypt Air plane that crashed last month has been found and pulled out of the Mediterranean Sea. Egypt Air Flight 804 was heading from Paris to Cairo when it plunged into the sea. All 66 people on board were killed. The data recorder could provide details as to what brought down the Airbus A320. Egypt's investigation committee says the so-called black box has been damaged, but the memory unit, which is the most important in the recorder, 
is intact. Michael Barr, Bloomberg Radio. Police Commissioner Bill Bratton says there have been a number of threats made against gay bars and nightclubs in the city, but none appears to be credible. Bratton says whoever made the threats in the wake of the Orlando nightclub shootings are, quote, cowards. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Catherine Cowdery. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping, stocks are trading higher with the S&P 500 index advancing seven points, rebounding now to 2,078, up four-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Palatin. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Hispanic and Latino-owned businesses, they are surging. They are growing. They are the fastest-growing segment of the small business population. And here to tell us more about them and about the annual Small Business Summit that just concluded in Washington, D.C., is Hector Barreto. He is the chairman of the Latino Coalition. Mr. Barreto, thank you very much for being with us. Thanks for having me, Tim. Tell us a little bit about the event, the summit event yesterday in Washington. What were some of the takeaways? Well, we just finished one of our most successful conferences that we've ever had. We've been in business for 21 years as a Latino coalition, but we had a lot of interest, and we had a lot of business owners that came from all across the United States, and we're really tackling a lot of the issues that are on their minds, the regulatory environment. They're complaining there's too much of it, and they need strategies how to navigate that. They're looking for different kinds of businesses that they can get into, and they're also very interested in technology. How can technology allow them to be more efficient and more effective? They understand that that's a leveler of the playing field. So it was a great conference, three-day conference, and probably one of our most successful ever. And we also had a lot of elected officials, both sides of the aisle, very interested in what's on the minds of Hispanics, especially as we go into these fall elections. Well, you know, how are those concerns any different from any small business person, any entrepreneur in this country? A couple of months ago, you had an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal noting that the economic engine of America is that still it's 27 small businesses. You say the presidential candidates aren't tapping into this. Again, anything different about what the Hispanic, Hispanic entrepreneur needs versus anybody else? Well, you – You hit it on the top of the show. There's so many new ones. There's 4 million Hispanic businesses in the United States. This grows every single year. They're generating $660 billion in revenue. And demographers tell us that those numbers could double every five years. So you're right. Hispanic businesses don't need anything different than any other businesses. They need what I call the C's. They need capital. They need capacity, which is really technical assistance. And they need contracts with the federal government and also corporate America. And that's who we were talking to over these three days when we were in Washington. Mr. Barreto, I wonder if you could give us a little bit of detail about the Latino Coalition and its stand, for example, on online sales taxes. I note that you've written about that as well as many of the other issues. Well, you know, we have a lot of businesses that are now looking at this whole area of e-commerce, and they just want to make sure that they have a level playing field. Oftentimes, they're competing with a lot of larger companies that might, uh, you know, be selling things not only in their brick and mortar, but also 
online. Oftentimes, small businesses don't have the same kind of resources, the same kind of capacity. And so we had folks, for example, from the Direct Selling Association that were there. A lot of activity is starting to take place there. You're talking about a multi-trillion dollar market. And it's a way that small businesses can also reach uh, customers in different countries and different localities. So that's something that's on their minds as well. But at the same time, you know, cost is critically important. Big businesses sometimes can absorb additional costs in terms of taxes, in terms of regulation. Small businesses can't. Hector, I have to ask you, because you were the U.S. Small Business Administrator uh, from, uh, let's see, from 2001 to 2006. You worked under George uh, Bush, George W. Bush, former president. Uh, Donald Trump presumptive nominee and all that. Are you going to vote for Trump? What do you think of him as the next president? <laughs> Listen, we're doing some polling right now, nationwide polling, and we're getting a lot of headwinds from a lot of our business owners. You know, the Latino Coalition doesn't endorse, and I haven't made a decision yet myself, but neither one of these two candidates are talking enough about small business. And as you said, we feel that that's the engine of America. But they're hitting a lot of headwinds right now, so we're going to be paying a lot of attention to that. But I will tell you, and I I'm just telling you initial results of this uh, polling, and we're going to do e- events at both conventions, the Republican Convention and the Democratic Convention. But we're getting 80% negative ratings, and these are from Hispanic Republican voters You're on, on Donald Trump. Okay. It's 80% negatives from Hispanic Republican voters on Donald Trump. So obviously he's going to have to moderate his message if he's, if he's really going to plan on getting a lot of Hispanic support the way he says he's going to. What is uh, the Latino coalition's message when it comes to Bill Ackman, the head of Pershing Square Capital? <laughs> well, uh, we, we don't deal a lot with Bill Ackman, but Herbalife is one of our uh, key sponsors, and, we, and Herbalife does a lot in the Hispanic community, has a lot of Hispanic businesses that are working for him. You know, uh, the, the Ackman's attack on Herbalife is something that we don't really get. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're going to be monitoring that situation. I think that's died down a little bit, but Herbalife is one of our key sponsors. We're glad to work with them. They participated in this conference. And as I said, I think that they're providing a lot of opportunities for a lot of Hispanics in the United States. Well, let us know when you got the results of the poll ready. We will. We're going to be releasing that right before the conventions, and we have a new app at the Latino Coalition. You can get more information at thelatinocoalition.com, and people will be able to get the polling results directly off of this app. Sounds great. Hector Barreto, thank you so very much. He's chairman of the Latino Coalition, former U.S. Small Business Administrator. He says no candidate is addressing the needs of Hispanic entrepreneurs in particular or entrepreneurs in general enough. This is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on Taking Stock, what do you do with your money? When if you loan it to the government for 10 years, you'll get 1.57%. That's a question we'll put to Jonathan Golub, Chief Equity Strategist, RBC. 